Sometimes as you scroll endlessly through social media, you stumble onto one meme, one image, one video that is so true, it almost makes all the doom scrolling worth it. Okay, <laughs> excuse my looks, I'm just, you know, uh, you know, in the middle of hitting rock bottom. But That's comedian Robin Shaw pouring herself a glass of wine. She posted this TikTok video in November when she ran across a notebook entry that listed her goals for 2020. <laughs> okay, tell me if this is not hilarious. All right, goal one, make more money. <laughs> I've you know, been unemployed since March. Travel more. <laughs> Lose weight. <laughs> Be more social. <laughs> Cry less, cry less, cry less. I've cried every single day of this whole pandemic. Um, Consider this. For many of us, the goals we set in 2020 have turned into a punchline. But there's always hope with a new year. Coming up, more from comedian Robin Shaw, and we discuss some of your questions about making resolutions for 2021. From NPR, I'm Ari Shapiro. It's Friday, January 1st. Happy New Year. This message comes from NPR sponsor, BetterHelp, a truly affordable online counseling service. Fill out a questionnaire online and get matched with a licensed counselor best suited to your mental health needs. Whether it's depression, anxiety, or trauma, BetterHelp will help you overcome what stands in the way of your happiness. Learn more at BetterHelp.com and get 10% off your first month with promo code CONSIDER. BetterHelp. Get help anytime, anywhere. 2020 had a lot of us rethinking our lives. 2021, Life Kit wants to help you make those changes, whether they're big or small. All this January, Life Kit will give you smart tips to think through your next decision. Listen now to the Life Kit podcast from NPR. It's Consider This from NPR. Okay, back to comedian Robin Shaw. That video she posted struck such a deep chord with so many people that we called her up. And I asked her to tell me about where she was in her life at that point. Well, like everyone in this on this planet, I was miserable, depressed, and anxious. I'm a stand-up comedian, so all you know, entertainment has been shut down for months. So I haven't been working. Totally. Um, I lost both grandmas. I'm constantly in a state of fear and anxiousness. You know, and so, when she found her old list of goals for the year, it was just too funny not to share. She hit record. And millions of views later, her life had changed. She posted this just three days after that viral video. Kristen Bell and Jennifer Aniston liked the video. You are very unapologetic about the fact that you worship celebrities. So tell us about like the most mind-blowing celebrity encounter that you've had. Okay. Oh my God, that's so hard because I really do love celebrities so much. So I mean, I mean, Jen Garner was huge. I mean, that was like ridiculous. But then the whole Kardashians came out of nowhere um, and they started like fighting on my Instagram <laughs> post, like not even on the viral video, like on a different one. Chloe and Courtney were like, stop following me. I'm the one who found it first. And then I saw just the other day, Chris Jenner liked the video. So I mean, uh, <laughs> like, whatever. I, I died. Like, I don't even know if this is all real. This sounds like just like a dream. 
Well, given how your 2020 resolutions completely turned your life <laughs> upside down, how are you approaching resolutions for 2021? No resolutions. No. Whoa. <laughs> no, no. Well, I'm going to drink more water, but watch. Now there's going to be a big drought in New York City. <laughs> watch now when <laughs> said that. Comedian Robin Shaw. You can follow her on Instagram and TikTok at Robin Shaw Comic. That's R O B Y N S C H A L L. Well, we asked for your questions about how to make resolutions in this new and completely unpredictable year, and we have some guests to help answer those questions. Gretchen Rubin writes books about happiness and habits. Her latest is Outer Order, Inner Calm, and she hosts the podcast Happier with Gretchen Rubin. Thank you for being here. I'm so happy to be talking to you. And R. Eric Thomas dispenses opinion and wisdom as a senior staff writer at L.com. He is the author of the memoir, Here For It, and he is also one of my favorite people to follow on Twitter. Hi, Eric. Oh, so good to talk to you. Thanks for having me. Before we dig in, can you each just give us, like, your guiding philosophy on New Year's resolutions in general? Well, I would say, first of all, only make them if it's fun for you, because I think a lot of people feel like they should make New Year's resolutions, even though they've tried and failed in the past or the whole <laughs> idea turns them off. So only do if, if you're the kind of person who enjoys it. And I think beyond that, it's good to make them very concrete and manageable, not hmm. ideas like enjoy the moment, but you know something where you really know whether you did or didn't do it in a particular day. Nice. Eric, what's your approach to them? I have the complete opposite approach. Um, <laughs> Perfect. So we're going to be in a feud. Yeah, I like, you know, I never know what's going to wait for me in the future. What I do in the future is sort of none of my business. And I find it rude of myself <laughs> to like think that I can have any control over it. So I like, I always make resolutions like, I'm going to go to Mars. And if I make it, <laughs> then I've really done something incredible. And if I don't make it, I can say, well, the past me was a moron and he didn't know uh -huh. what he was talking about. But future me, he'll know. But I do think it's nice to like p take big swings. Take a big swing. I think there's something to be said for both of those philosophies. Let's um, hear from some listeners, starting with Dylan Manderlink in Seattle, Washington. She'd planned to start a graduate program this year. That's on hold. And she had set a goal to better manage her anxiety. When I did originally make that goal for the new year of 2020, um, it wasn't as much of a struggle as it is now, but it was something that I definitely wanted to improve in my life. Totally understandable that it is more of a struggle now than she expected. And this is still a priority for her going forward, but she realizes she needs clearer benchmarks. And as she looks to 2021, she's wondering how to even start. You know, I'm, I've just been thinking about like, is it even worth making a resolution when things seem so uncertain still? Gretchen, what do you think? Um, well, she she has the impulse to make resolutions. So unlike Eric, she she wants to make a resolution. Um, and the thing is, she can't control the virus. She can't control the future. But there are certain things in her life that she could con have more control over. And often action is the antidote to anxiety. And so doing something like I'm going to set a bedtime or I'm going to make time to read every day or I'm going to go for a 20 minute walk every day, whatever she thinks would help her stay calm and feel energetic might make her feel 
uh, like she is exerting a little bit of control in her life in a time when she feels, you know, overwhelmed by uncertainty. Okay, so set manageable goals. Eric, what do you think? I think also just sort of right-sizing what our uh, our future looks like and um, what's possible is really helpful. Like every resolution is made in the face of uncertainty. It's really mm. prominent right now because there are a lot of things that we just don't know. Um, but, you know, I, like for instance, I think about what I'm going to do this year, where I'm going to go, if I'm able to go anywhere. Um, and I don't, I don't have any control over when I'll be able to move freely about the country, but I do have control over my imagination. And I can say, if these benchmarks get hit by external forces, then I will do X, Y, and Z. And so I think hmm. for, uh, for her, it, it might also be useful to say, every day is, uh, is a blank canvas that uh, is being painted on by many more forces than just me. Um, but these are the little marks that I'm going to try to make. And, and if I don't get to make them because of things beyond my control, I've still at least made some progress um, for myself. Nice. Like find satisfaction in the dreaming. Right, right. Our next question comes from Tony Cummings in Austin, Texas, who had a 2020 goal to travel and meet more people, which obviously <laughs> did not happen. So his goal for 2021 feels a little more attainable. He wants to write more as a daily practice. And his question is about accountability. Yeah, I feel like it's hard to keep yourself accountable without like having unrealistic expectations for yourself sometimes, you know, like drawing the line between like, okay, this situation has changed and I need to reevaluate versus like, you know, I really need to stay the course and just try harder, like that kind of thing, right? You're both writers, so I imagine you can probably relate to this on a very specific level. Eric, how do you wrestle with this in your own writing life? Yeah, I, I, I separate sometimes the uh, the imperative, like I need to get X amount of words on the page to hit this deadline. I separate that from the drive, which is that I want to write and I love to write. Hmm. Um, a couple of years ago, I started writing a newsletter um, and I send it out every Sunday. Um, and I've done it for 208 weeks. And uh, I, I do it only mostly because I really like writing. And, and that was a small s- source of joy that also turned into an accountability tool because whether hmm. I was um, whether I was not feeling it, whether I was sitting on the Provincetown Ferry just waiting to go on vacation, I needed to get that newsletter out. And, um, and so I separated the, um, the imperative to, like, I'm a writer, I have to write every day, I have to write this newsletter every Sunday, from the, uh, the fact that I'm trying to share part of myself with the world. All right, next let's hear from Sarah Malcolm, who is a high school theater and English teacher in Lyon County, Kansas. And she had some fitness goals that were going well through the summer, but then fall semester came and her fitness plan kind of fell by the wayside. So when it comes to goals for 2021, Sarah says she wants to find more balance in her life. You hear a lot about, oh, superhero teachers. I don't want to be a superhero teacher. I want to be a really good teacher who's also a good wife and mom and all those other things, too. I love that. So her question is, how do we make New Year's resolutions that bring more balance into our lives rather than just giving us more to do? 
Well, I think maybe what Sarah needs is resolutions that let her goof off um, or take time. If she's trying to get balance and she's working so hard, um, she might need to take time for fun. And for a lot of people, you know, they have to you might have to schedule that like a dentist appointment and really carve out time for it, because otherwise you just are always filling your time with things from your to do list. So what is being crowded out of her life now and how does she actually fit that in specifically? Because something like balance, no one would disagree with the idea of it, but what does it actually look like for an individual person? You have to translate that into something that then you could actually say, well, am I doing it? Is this happening? And if not, how can I, how can I um, set aside the time really to, to uh, the time energy um, to get it done in my life? All right. So let's end with how you're each approaching resolutions for this new year. Eric, what's yours? Um, mine is to be as present in the world as I can, both in my uh, actions uh, and in my, you know, donations and in the digital space. And then when I'm able to, um, to see people and in person and to go to places that I wanted to go, uh, to really embrace the fact uh, that I'm alive and that I'm grateful for being alive. And Gretchen? Uh, well, mine uh, is related to Eric's. My one-word theme for the year, because I always pick a one-word theme, my one-word theme for 2021 is open. I want to be open to the world, to different people's perspectives. Um, I'm working on a book, so I want to be open to people's criticisms and comments. I want to stay open. And I've also resolved to read 21 and 21. I love to read. It's my cubicle and my, my sandbox. And I'm going to do an extra 21 minutes of reading every day in 2021 for fun. That's Gretchen Rubin, author of Outer Order, Inner Calm, and R. Eric Thomas, author of Here For It. You're listening to Consider This from NPR. I'm Ari Shapiro.